and I'll be like, and you, sir, have spotted the fart. Okay. Bryce Breeder is known for farting or spotting farts. Farting spots. He, is, he might be. <laughs> he, who knows? <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filter, a podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. This week is another one of our dry January episodes recorded in December so that we can enjoy some time off from drinking, reset ourselves alcoholically, and uh, it probably could have been phrased better. <laughs> yeah, that but, sounds bad. Yeah. But maybe accurate. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, who mean, knows? Like, I mean, no, alcohol relatedly. I don't know. There um, you go. That's alcohol relatedly. Yeah. So and yeah. So if you're missing some interaction of, you know, up to dateness, I'm sorry about that. But we'll be back in February for a strong new episode. Uh, I don't even know what of, but it's going to be dope. And but in the meantime, I hope you can enjoy our time together drinking now so we're drinking uh four roses specifically a, a single barrel barrel strength pick uh from the arizona bourbon society uh out in that arizona land and it is a 59.8 percent bourbon uh, but before i get into what makes this bourbon special before i get into anything i just want to say here's a way you can support us is uh hitting us up on instagram yeah that's the newest way that's the coolest way uh, yeah, we're on Instagram. We do respond. Uh, we do like talking bourbon. Uh, so feel free to hit us up. We're at Chill Filtered Podcast. So uh, that is that. And Robbie, it's another day in December. But uh, how are things going uh, for you today? I'm, you know, today. So here's the thing. I feel like January is going to be the episodes of pre-recorded and mm-hmm. Christmas never stopped. It's like Groundhog's yep. Day for you listeners. Totally. It's another Monday in January and we're still talking about Christmassy December yep. type thing. Today I uh I was taking down the, I, I'm taking down took down all the Christmas decorations. Oh. And as I'm taking down the Christmas tree, Juniper says, "You're killing my friends." Oh. So, well she a little hard time there with taking down the Christmas decorations. But, I thought know, she hey, was about to say you're killing Christmas. No, but I mean, very well could have been. So she's a tree hugger, uh, I see. Yeah, so got yeah, all the Christmas decorations down, like a lot of garland and stuff like that. So like, it's a nice. part of the di- like. I assume so this is like the third or fourth week in January. You're hearing this. I you might still be in this this trap where, like me today, no matter how many times I vacuum today, I'm still picking up needles. I like there's like little plastic needles, little garland huh. needles everywhere. Like we didn't do a real tree this year, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so real drugs. You gotta what? dispose of your needles. Yo, <laughs> hey, you. Very bad joke. <laughs> Very bad joke. Um, no, but man, we're good. It's snowing like crazy. Nice. Here. Yeah, like we're supposed to get snow for the next like three, four days. And it's like seventy-four here today. Oh man! Yeah. Does, now, Virginia, where you're at, you guys usually it get can snow, snow. Don't you? Yeah, they can't can. snow. It's not, I know not D- too much, but yeah. so how far are you guys from DC? Because I know DC gets two hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, is there a big enough difference there? Like, there's like, yeah. I mean, we're also. Hmm. It's hard because, like, when I lived in, I went to a school at James Madison. Mm-hmm. They were technically in like a valley of of like mountains of the Blue Ridge Mountains. And so mm-hmm. we'd get a little bit more snow there, but yeah, in, in Virginia, we'll get maybe one or two like 
reasonable snows a year, at least from what I remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. But Boise got a lot more from, from what I remember. Yeah. Well, we had nothing until like the day of Christmas and then mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit. And it's been dumping all day right now. Nice. And we got like uh, below freezing temps for the next week or so. Ooh. So it's going to stick around, which I'm yeah. excited about because I'm going to break that flamethrower out and get rid of ice. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. That's what a flamethrower is for. Oh, yeah. That and weeds didn't you and say it was weeds or something weed, like that weeds, yeah and i was gonna make like a, a use in a war type joke but i could yeah lighten yeah without something yeah. the so enemy on in. fire <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i'm in a good mood because you know how like christmas is great you get the decorations up you're like oh it's so cozy with the decorations mm-hmm. and then you get to the point where like you get them down you're like it was so cluttered so like life mm-hmm. is a little cleaner right now yeah, nice. I'm good how you doing, man? You guys, you guys drove back to Virginia. Yep, we got back last night, and Beck had a really tough uh, oh. ride. We left at like oh. noon, and mm-hmm. the, the way up, we left at like four thirty a.m. So she was like asleep most of the time last time. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'll be honest with you, Robbie. I basically had a minor mental breakdown on the drive back. I wasn't It'll driving. It'll do that to you. It'll yeah. do that to you. And no. I had to like even tell myself like this makes sense that I wouldn't be the only one who deals with that. But she was like just not stop crying like like mm-hmm. and and I was like and what hurt me more like what affected me more I could have zoned her out like if I really wanted to. Yeah. But you don't zone out your own daughter, you know what I mean? Like and like well, sometimes like, you do. Yeah. But, yeah. But the, this point where you're at. Yeah, you're right. No, you yeah. don't yet. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking like, I should be able to help. Maybe not fix this, but I should be able to help this. And yeah. I felt like I wasn't. And I was just, I like had to like put my hands over my ear. Or like, like basically like fetal position in the car. Not like full fetal position, but like, like, cr- like crouch down or whatever the word would be like, like kind of, um, and just like kind of hold my ears and just like oh my half goodness. fetal yeah there you go the half, half fetal. fetal the old half fetal dude it happens I tell you so yeah. um gosh there's a picture Chelsea took me somewhere I, I'll it, next time I see it I'll send it to you mm-hmm. um, we were on a road trip and Amaro was she never slept in cars like Amaro oh. would not sleep in cars mm-hmm. and we you know you get to the point where it's like it is nap time but we have to yeah. drive because we're on an eight hour trip mm-hmm. um. And you had to ignore. Her. And I have a picture of like I had my dad when he worked. Uh, he did air traffic control kind of stuff. Oh, nice. He'd be near airplanes. He has like these heavy yeah. duty like headphones, uh-huh. and I just put those on with my earphones underneath. Oh, wow. And uh, you just got to like you. I just had to be like, listen, like I know you're I love you. cranky. Yeah. I'm getting cranky. Mm-hmm. And it's one, of, it's one of those like self preservation moments. Like there's not a lot we yeah. can do given the mm-hmm. circumstances. So sorry, mm-hmm. you can throw your fit, but we got to ride. So, yeah. No, I got you. And, awful. and I think I think that one thing is hard too as a father. Yeah. Is sometimes it's just like they they need their mommy, and yeah. you know, and rarely does it go vice versa where mm-hmm. it's like they just need their daddy. But yeah. there's moments when they just need mommy. Yeah. And you can't do anything like you know you love your kid and you want to be mm-hmm. able to like be there for him. And sometimes yeah, sometimes you can't. Yeah. So oh, I'm sorry. Rough trip. But it's over. And, you know, at the very end of the trip, I picked her up and held her like I wanted to the whole trip. Yeah. And she was okay again. And um, so that's that made me feel better. It's like and even in my mind, I'm like, I can't handle you right now, child. But if I were able to <laughs> hold you, yeah, I'd love to be, you know, a daddy right now. But right then I was like, I don't want to be a daddy. I just need to like 
like chill and not chill like maybe more like chill filter no i'm kidding um, hey that's the name of the podcast yeah exactly um no but more it wasn't like chill like like be away from her i just needed to like breathe yeah and uh, so i think that's yeah. important too because kids feed off of your energy and mm-hmm. like you're the adult you gotta just be like hey i'm calm we're okay i'm calm mm-hmm. and you just gotta disengage sometimes yeah you know? yeah so, doesn't make it easy though <laughs> no but i learned something yesterday and I, I like part of me was like i feel like a terrible father for doing that because but then you know i had to convince myself of like that was a pretty rough uh moment and i feel like a lot of dudes would crack it, unless they zoned out completely and were like you're not my daughter and you know that's kind of how i felt if i were to zone out it'd be like no nope, i'm not gonna help you in any way uh daughter and but there's probably a level where, like you're saying, like where maybe it is good to just detach for a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's easier to get there the more kids you have too. Cause yeah, like, I believe it. If we stopped, stopped every road trip when someone was freaking out, we wouldn't yeah. get anywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> Between sure. the three girls, you know, so that's funny. Uh, road trips are rough. And yeah. that imaginary girl that I always think about in your family. I always think <laughs> like they have three. Four. No, wait. Do they have four? No, they have three. It's only three girls. But there's some re- for some reason, I think there's like a fourth girl in your family. Emma. Yeah. Emma. Emma. Imaginary. Yep. I love Emma. Imaginary. <laughs> All right, man. Are we get? I'm ready to drink. Let's I, let's I drink. Plus, a... we're trying to keep this episode a little short. We're gonna put that out right now. Oh um, yeah. But yeah, let's let's uh, set it to break and then we'll be back and we will talk history of the Four Roses uh, distillery and some other things about the recipes they do. But before we talk about anything, get to anything like that, let's go quick to break. We're back. We are drinking Four Roses single barrel, barrel strength, specifically a OESF barrel pick uh, at 59.8% alcohol by volume. Uh, this is a, yeah, I'll get into it a little bit. But yeah, this is not our first Four Roses pro- product on the podcast. Thir- episode 38, we did another single barrel, barrel strength, barrel pick from Four Roses. And that was an OESQ recipe, which is different from what we're drinking today. Uh, and we'll get into what that means soon. Uh, otherwise, uh, we've done one other Four Roses product, surprisingly, for 180 plus episodes. Uh, but that Wait, was their what? small batch select. Uh, we've only done two episodes on Four Roses so far. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. We got to do their standard. Yeah, yeah, and even just their uh, small batch. Uh, I looked into their recipe stuff, and it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, anyway, let's talk about the Four Roses Distillery for a short amount of time, but I'm going to stick with the basics of the distillery in general and talk more about the recipes for this episode. Uh, but we've talked about how it was built in 1910. This is from the Small Batch Select episode in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, and has contradicting stories of who really started up the company and named it Four Roses. Uh, but we talked about Seagram's uh, buying out the old Prentice Distillery, what the Four Roses Distillery used to be called. And then they discontinued the Four Roses brand for decades uh, to eventually re- revive the brand slash name in 1994. And to this day, 
It's owned by uh, Kirin. And yeah, up to this day, it's now owned by Kirin Brewing, which is a Japanese company. Uh, but let's talk about recipes. So a lot of distilleries are known for their different recipes. Uh, but not many distilleries do it like Four Roses. Uh, Four Roses has 10 different recipes for their bourbon. Now, I'm not saying 10 different mash bills. Uh, there's only two mash bills, theoretically, but there are five yeast strains. Uh, and they have mash bill B and mash bill E. And they are both rye bourbon mash bills, high rye bourbon mash bills. And each has 5% malted barley. Uh, but mash bill B has 60% corn and 35% rye the substantially rye forward Mashville of the two. And then Mashville E has 75% corn and 20% rye. Uh, that's considered the lower of the two, uh, but still a high rye bourbon uh, in the rye content. Uh, now on the yeast strain side, there are five letters they use. There's yeast strains V, K, O, Q, and F. And V is known for to have notes of delicate fruit, K for slight spices, O for rich fruit, Q for floral essence, and uh, F for herbal notes. Uh, each mash bill slash yeast strain combo could be made into a barrel or a bourbon in general. Uh, but the coding goes like this. For some reason, the starting O represents the Four Roses distillery. So on all the recipe codes, uh, you'll see O starting it off. Say with a third letter, the S. Oh. Okay. S represents straight bourbon, uh, and for all four roses bourbons, they're all straight mm -hmm. bourbons. So you're always going to see an S at the at the third letter. But the second letter uh, of the code is either B or E, depending on the mash bill. And then the last letter of the code represents the yeast strain. In the case of what we're drinking today, it's O E S F, meaning they use 20% rye bourbon mash bill, and the yeast strain F, known for its herbal notes. Now, often you'll see Four Roses putting out products with a mixture of its uh, recipes. Uh, for like, for example, small or Four Roses Small Batch Select, which is a blend of six of those ten mash bills. And since and since what we're drinking today is a single barrel, uh, there are no uh, blends of barrels. It is a single barrel, and unlike Four Roses' typical single barrel bottle, the not barrel strength variety, same bottle but different label. Uh, which is OBSV every time. When you see a Four Roses single barrel without the barrel proof, it's going to be an OBSV. OBSV. Um, there could be, in this case, there could be any recipe of the 10, theoretically. Uh, this was selected by a bourbon group in Arizona called the Arizona Bourbon Society. I got it at Star Liquor in Phoenix, probably two years ago, at least. Uh, this barrel was called, nicknamed Staritos Mojave Juice. Ooh, uh, I like and that. Similar to Haritos. They had the same label as, as you can see, Robbie. Uh, a Haritos um, label, like the, the soda. Yeah. But it's Staritos. And it says on the side, Tortilla, tortilla Chip Throwing Star. So it must be an inside joke amongst the Arizona Bourbon Society. Uh, but that's kind of cool. Uh, so what we're drinking today, Four Roses Single Barrel, barrel Strength, OESF, at a 59.8%. Like I said, it's 75% corn, 20% rye, and 5% malted barley. The yeast strain F, known for its herbal notes, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> digging down, though, OESF, according to Four Roses' website, is known for its notes of herbs and mint. 
but you know they're always different with the proof especially so uh, and this barrel proof bourbon is 10 years old three months and bottled at 59.8 percent i forgot what i paid for this it's been a few years but typically you'll see these kind of uh barrel strength releases at 80 to 90 bucks a pop so that's what we're drinking today um let's go for the cork pop oh boy oh boy alberto <laughs> wow it's tight in there it is not coming out easy oh there we oh. go there we go so ooh, ooh, and it says full body is one of the other notes you can typically get out of an oesf that was my nickname in high school yeah that was full body full, full body full body dead low yeah there we go <laughs> i like full body robbie better mm. I poured a little more than I probably should have. Ooh, you wow. know, the, the sweetness is it's, it's not super sweet. Uh huh. It's but herbal. It, it is definitely herbal. Mm-hmm. It uh, it's got a little uh. I don't know if your mic. I assume it's gonna pick up on the podcast, but when you lean back like that in your chair, is <laughs> you you ripped a slow one. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, that's my chair. <laughs> with yeah, the visual i, I can one. see that if you're just listening you're like what was that ripped a g- i gotta i gotta see if i can pull one off on the podcast in the future and just be like i bet they didn't even notice oh something. man that probably that, won't happen that, like that that could be a new probably segment called end up pooping my pants yeah <laughs> you bush you baking your bush yeah. your baked beans and, and bryce marita <laughs> will hit us up and he'll be like um he'll be like fart uh what does he say fart count or no a uh, fart sighting and i'll be like and you sir have spotted the fart. <laughs> <laughs> fart spotter. Yeah. Not that so it is definitely Bryce okay. Marita is known for farting or spotting farts. Farting spots he is. Though. He might be. He, who, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you just Bryce, <laughs> you know we love you. <laughs> well, he was texting us today. He was like. He appreciated uh, being called a what an ungrateful sod. So yeah, you know, he's gonna like that. He, he'll like that. I think he will like that. If, if, like other people, I might be somewhat worried, but I'm not worried about Bryce. Oh, you know what? As soon as he he's texts just a selfie of himself just not smiling, we'll be like, oh, right. yeah, we'll be like, sorry, sorry, Bryce. <laughs> yeah, don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't yeah. tell mom. So speaking of which, well, you get some notes here. Mm. Uh, the girls were upstairs and I was cleaning downstairs and Chelsea was doing stuff and uh, clean up the bedroom and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And uh, Finley starts crying, uh-huh. like whimpery crying. Uh-huh. And Chelsea hears Junie say, don't tell mom, don't tell mom, don't tell mom. Ah! And Chelsea goes, what happened? She goes, I was laying on the ground and Junie yelled cannonball and then she won't say sorry. <laughs> Wait, did she? So she, she just, just jumped on her. She just cannonballed on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you had to fill in the blanks. Oh, it's so just like, so what happened? Like, eh, she cannonballed her, Chelsea. <laughs> that is Speaking funny. Which, I, I can totally Can't see you. Juniper being that one, too. Oh, gosh. Juniper's wild. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a mm. lot of alcohol on the nose. Uh, not yeah. too many notes on the nose. I mean, there are. It, it is, is pleasant. It's just It's light. a little minty. Yeah. Okay. On the nose? It's light. A little light. A little minty on the nose. Like, Mm-hmm. I guess I can get a little minty, a, a minty herbal kind of oh, like um, true and full bodied. <laughs> yeah. But there's a little bit of that mintiness there. Mm-hmm. 
It's amazing slight, what a a yeast strain can do. Yeah, slight sweetness on the nose. Mm-hmm. It is faint. There's not a lot going on there unless you know you're really sniffing mm-hmm. it. I uh, went to a holiday party last night and saw uh, my good friend Papa G, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a farmer. And I brought the Floki with me. I was like, "Smell this!" And he goes, "Oh yeah, that smells like poop." Mm. <laughs> Did like, you I'm, warn him? Like, That's not or, good. He's he probably well, listened. At first, at first, he goes, "This just smells like alcohol." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> go a little deeper on that." And he goes, oh, yeah. "Yeah." So no, I, I showed it off, and people like, "Yo, that's gross." I don't. Know. <laughs> and I was like, "This came up as one of our favorite whiskeys of last year." Yeah. And I was like, "Really? What? Ugh, it smells awful." Uh-huh. Although Chelsea thought it smelled better the second time last night than the nice. first time, so. She's like yeah, um, a little less poop. And notes on the on the palate here, it is really a lot sweeter than the nose would indicate. Like sweetness hits me first. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say mouthfeel wise, it's really viscous, mm-hmm. kind of like that, uh, like a thin, warmed up honey. Mm-hmm. Go for another sip. Hmm. Hmm. It's kind of hard for me to pull out notes on this one. There are notes, don't get me wrong, but I just can't put my finger on them yet. It, uh, I think mouthfeel is the best thing this thing got has going for it. It's got an, a proofage wise, it mm-hmm. does have a little burn to it. Yeah, like there is a little bit of just like it. It's really warming for sure. Yeah. Um, that's it. Oaky, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a prominent oak note. Are you getting oak? oak? Yeah, oak's the probably the the prominent the the yeah. number one note on all the sips I've had so far. It's a nice sweet oak. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm with you. It's not like too dry. I got some sweet oak in my hand. Uh, guzzle down. Glug, glug, glug. I didn't catch that reference. It was Sweet Home Alabama. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Oh man. So we had a party last night. Uh huh. And you told um, me. yep, I'm going back to that same party. And. uh <laughs> The girls were with one of their good friends, Papa G's granddaughter, Cora. Okay. And they were playing. I think they're just wild, like just wild Crazy girls. Kids. Back yeah. in my I day. Was, I would I was seeing Danzig mother on the karaoke <laughs> machine and they were like, Let's be crazy. It was yeah. awesome. Um but then I was talking to their parents and I was like, Man, you're like, tell you... your children not to hold my hand. Yep. That's I what you're telling to their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh I was like, Man these girls one of these girls gets married i watch out for this uh bridesmaid party kind of thing bachelorette mm-hmm. party oh wow. and right as i said that junie picks up a glass and goes glug 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 <laughs> pretending like, to drink oh <laughs> like she had no idea what she was doing but we oh man it cracked me up because she was just That's glug 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 and i was like oh boy these girls oh, were wild yeah. i don't know you get anything else on the on the whiskey well, what I was imagining you were saying is she like took some whiskey down it and like no kid <laughs> could actually like sip that. So they'd spit it right out. But that would have been kind of funny. Well, let, but I think I, your story was funny too. I let Amara one time just put her tongue, like just dip her tongue on it. She's like, that's like, I was like, yeah. and I was like, it's, it's not that great, honey. Yeah. We just, I mean, like hurt ourselves. Yeah. 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 It's not great. And beer tastes like cigarette butts. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there you go. And Coke. Yeah. What? You said it wasn't it Coke. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna talk about what cocaine tastes like. Mm. Like I don't, I don't know, man. No. Have you seen that meme where it's like uh, when you ask your cocaine dealer for a Pepsi? Like, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. I like that. 
haven't seen it. Yeah, not there's not a lot going on the nose except I mean on the palate. I'm getting it's a, it's a great mouthfeel, but it's like it's just a lot of oak, sweet oak. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I cannot pull any other notes out. It's I, just I mean, kind of like, sweet oaky, oaky dokey. It maybe you know just because florals in my mind. Like I think nose wise, it was like a little minty, and like just since, since the you know history you mentioned a lot of. Uh, floral notes mm-hmm. i get a little floral on the nose and i can if i think about it when i'm drinking i get a little, a little florally but it's not yeah. i don't think i would get there by myself crazy, without any suggestion yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i dropped a little bit of water i'm gonna do the yeah. old spin j yeah Matt job i feel disappointed in myself for the notes so far but i am gonna add water at this point oh man you know sometimes when you drop water you get a lot more of the alcohol vapor, right? Yeah, it can this, I'm like, this is almost like nothing is in here now. Oh, really? The old muter. It's muter. dead. Darn near killed her. And it did kill it because there's like, I'm not getting much. I, there's a, still that faint sweetness. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I'm getting like a peanut butter. Okay. But I don't okay. want to say that's the whiskey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, actually, I did stay. have... I did have a little hazelnut in my coffee here a little bit. Uh, That's probably what I'm getting in the room. Yeah. I don't know. This Killed is, I, I, you know, like, I feel like, uh, I feel like, uh, chicken tonight. No, I just cannot. I mean, I can taste this. I can smell this. It's just nothing I can put my finger on besides I can get behind a little bit of that mintiness. It's, but not too much. Well, I'm not getting much of anything on the water. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a sweetness there. Water with the on the palate is just su- like oak sweet. Didn't change much. Mouthfeel is not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still proofed. Oak showed hot. up a lot more with water. You think so? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's really all I'm getting. I was proud of us. I don't know if we're rele- releasing this episode before the uh episode we did with uh embellished pod but i was proud of us there were some really great notes it, we both brought out of that thing you know those things the way i go through this podcast is i understand i am not a professional i am mm. not you know like i just we do you this are. for fun yeah this is just fun right and i yeah i was nervous and i was very scared to like blind taste things Mm-hmm. on the internet but yeah we did pretty dang good yeah we were pretty consistent and, and i felt uh, like we're very compatible decently yeah very compatible 10 out of 10 compatibility all right drop my cube I'm dropping my cube now the old swirly no. on it <sighs> i'm i'm in a latex phase man you go through those i do i'm getting a little bit of latex Really good nose. I mean, it's not really good. It's just a lot sweeter, but faint. It's very oh, faint man. nose. But what I do get is a more Super pleasant sweetness me. without oak. The oak is not... That's a good... I think, Yeah, the oak dropped out for sure. But I think the sweetness is really toned down with the eyes. Mm-hmm. Nice glass, Robbie. Well, thanks, man. My, my good friend Cole got it for me. <laughs> I do like these a lot. These are nice little uh, rocks glasses, man. I should wear my um, cool uh, Buffalo Trace... Have you uh, worn it yet? Did you not yet. Take it to new party? I haven't no. had the opportunity yet, but I think well, I might Christmas next is over, so I guess yeah, you know, be darn. Thanks a lot, Cole. Jeez. Yeah, I ruined it. But next year, <laughs> next year, 
No, you have enough going on where it's like, oh, geez, I forgot about this for that. Forgiven for sure. Uh, did, you drop, okay. did you drop ice in your Glen Karen? I dropped acid in my Glen Karen. Huh? I never, I never do that. I always go rock. Crazy. No, just dropped ice. Dropped a cube. Remember when drop a cube was like the word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not as much the word. There anymore. is the oak is the sweetness is muted on the palate for me. Mm-hmm. The oak's more prominent and it gets a little bitter and it's not good. I'm not liking it. Yeah, the finish kind of dries out. Yeah. And, uh, but at the front of the palate, I didn't mind it. But it was also a little um, diluted. Oh, yeah, the finish. No, thank you. Well, science has told us. Yeah. Ice makes it better. Always. As per Harvard and per studies. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm-hmm. Ice did make this better. Yeah. No, it did not. <laughs> ice always makes whiskey better because it makes it taste better, according to Harvard. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Anything else? I'm. I'm kind of done. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I think I'm formulating a rating already. All right. You got to go ahead and go. This doesn't really go high. I'm gonna put the set yeah. of seven point five here. Um, okay. I. If I can't call out any notes and it's just a bourbon with sweet oak. It's not really, I mean, I wouldn't pay 80 bucks for this, even though it's no. a four rows of single barrel barrel strength, hard to find. Also a barrel pick, which is like highly coveted these days. Um, I liked the other one better. I liked the four roses, uh, the OBSV, I want to say that we did in episode 28. I remember liking that a lot more. I remember Q? Adam. Oh, it was Q. Yeah, you're right. Um, I remember Adam bought a bottle after that episode, another bottle best, so he could save it. Um, and I remember liking it. This yeah. is all right at best. Yeah. You know, I, I would give this in the meh range. If I saw honest. this, I would still buy it. Okay. Just because it is what it is, you know, mm-hmm. availability wise. Mm-hmm. And um, I like Four Roses stuff in general. Mm-hmm. Um, if I took But if blind, you already owned a bottle, I would not buy another bottle. Would you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, like, if I had to buy this based on a blind taste of it, and someone's like, okay, hey, you tasted this. Mm-hmm. The bottle is 85 bucks. Do you want to buy it? Without knowing what it was, I would say no. Yeah. I mean, Same. it's just, it, I think it's... It's good. It's good. You know, it's good. I don't it's even okay. know if it's... Yeah, yeah. It's, not it's good. that good. Because that's the thing is, like, there's nothing that really stands... There's nothing... Like, I'm not a huge... Like I don't necessarily want to get a lot of oak. Mm-hmm. Um, the sweetness is, to you know, it, it, that's the only thing there. It's, it's the note is sweet, but it's not even like a great sweet. It's just yeah. like there's not a lot going on otherwise. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six point nine on this. Like it's just it's not bad, but it's certainly okay. isn't good. No, I'm right? with you. Yeah. I'm glad you're on the same kind of page. I mean, like honestly, so like, would you given Four Roses standard or a Four mm-hmm. Roses um, small batch mm-hmm. compared to this, so much better. better. No, so much better, especially right? the small batch select. Yeah, because it's just mm-hmm. yeah, it is better. Even just the standard, it's got yeah. a lot more going on, mm-hmm. and this yeah, it kind of falls flat. It's all right, and and that's the cool thing is like, do I respect Four Roses any less for this one? No, because they have a bunch of other stuff that's probably amazing. This might be the yeah. worst mash or the worst recipe or something. Who knows? <laughs> Or just that's a what bad they should, pig. That's what they should call it. It's just 
Hey, the worst. Four roses, worst recipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You got to see what it tastes like, you know. I think we're so, good. Should we yeah, move I think on so here? Too. Let's move it on time? to Whiskey World News. And we're back. Part of the show called Whiskey World News, where we read an article and we talk about it. Actually, I read it. We talk about it. Didn't neither of us wrote it, but here it goes. It comes from the Whiskey Wash. And I don't know if we've had this author on the show yet, but it comes from Steve Coombs. Uh, and it's titled Sounds familiar. Send these whiskey trends to 2022. Keep these in 2021. I look forward to hearing these. These sound already trash. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe we'll Steve we'll... knows what he's talking about. Uh, we'll see here. So he's like the old... making or aging whiskey. That I hope continues into 2022. <laughs> Stuff like that. Drinking um, whiskey. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to do that? Wasn't that so 2020? Butt chugging. Yeah. 2022. Exactly. All right. The old saw. The more things change, the old saw saying. All have right. You ever heard, have you ever heard someone say the old saw? Maybe like like a bench or a, a table saw or something. Okay. Anyway, the old saw, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Didn't apply to American whiskey in 2021. This year saw unprecedented transformation in new products, unique marketing, fundraising, distillery, tourism, growth, etc. In these boom times for brown booze, expect expect more evolution as distilleries figure out what's next, what to make and who wants it. Where in the wide world of whiskey to send it all. Many trends seen last year were great. Well, Hmm. Hmm. Mm. I hope others could be abandoned on smoldering heap of 2021. Whiskey writers don't expect every new bottle will be great, but we're still shocked by those that are horrible. And that the customer to customer secondary market is driving actual retail prices is nothing short of baffling. Unfortunately, that driving force in American whiskey shows no sign of weakening. Bring more of it in 22. So I'm just going to, he's got some bulleted notes here. I'm going to go through it. So what he wants to see more of in 2022, great craft whiskey. Cole? What a <laughs> This is exactly what I expected of this article based on the title. Okay, go okay. on. All right. So would you agree you would see more of that in 2020? I don't know. Like I don't like it's like this is such a clickbait. Uh, yeah, of course I do. I love okay. good craft. Like okay. look at the craft brewery or distilleries we've seen that are amazing sure yeah. i want more of that why wouldn't i everyone okay, wants cool. more of that so you and steve agree cool here yeah, we go me and steve are tight go now ahead. confine it to 2021 ridiculous retail prices zero problem with whiskey drinkers selling directly to each other the booze already been taxed enough but when secondary market person and retail skyward upward the fun starts to dry up do you agree or disagree Cole? i agree but i've been agreeing for that since i got into whiskey or agreeing with okay. that since i got into whiskey bring more of it in 2022 Outstanding visitor experiences. COVID shutdowns allowed many distilleries to improve their visitor experiences. Some did facelifts, other did others improved their bars, others expanded gift shop, and others still like Jim Beam and Heaven Hill just blew the doors off. Beam's experience included the Renee, and it goes through the Beam thing. But uh-huh. would you agree, Cole? Do you want to see more outstanding visitor experiences? I don't know who wouldn't agree or wouldn't disagree with that. Who wouldn't disagree? Yes. All right. Now here's one that has made the rounds. And if your kids are in the car, might want to turn it down for just a second here. Confine sexy it to whiskey. One. <laughs> Stupid sexy whiskey. Slapdick agave whiskey. Believe nice. it or not, I've drunk worse things than this. 
why I and, and many others would never want to see this again centers on its owner's misogynistic behavior. Yeah. If you don't know the story, just Google slapdick plus Jason Brown and have a drink ready for reading it. Yeah, but not <laughs> slapdick, apparently. Yeah, not just that. <laughs> yeah. Confined to 2021, celebrity-backed whiskeys. What, what do you think there, Cole? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, the celebrity ones, I get it, like, why people would be like, stop doing that. But, like, maybe there'll be a really good one. I don't know. Maybe someone will actually take it very seriously. So he and says don't this. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, a hater on Blackened or, you know, Heaven's Door or anything like that. But I'm like, no, nah, they're not They're not blowing my mind. But I don't know. I haven't tried the Blackened uh, collaboration with Willet yet. Okay. Uh, he also says this as Dolly Parton famously said it takes a lot of money to look this cheap and takes a lot of work behind normal distilling and aging to make a celebrity backed whiskey taste so and we'll go and stop there because it's a pretty long list but anyway that's kind of you know check it out I I say go check it out you might pique some interest might get angry Mm -hmm. make you angry might make you agree but anyway might be clickbait might be clickbait Mm -hmm. so anyway moving along here Cole yeah do we have a what whiskey would you choose? We don't. We don't have. Well, no. Um, we don't have last week's. So we we don't sure. have last but, week's. Yeah. But do you have? But do you have one I can make week? one up on the spot unless you have one right now. No, you. I want to see this. This the the gears and coals. Mm-hmm. What whiskey would you choose? Engine start turning. So this what? isn't gonna be. What do you got? This isn't gonna be like a legit like you pick a brand or anything like that. This is gonna be one of those ones where you like make up a brand. So. If you uh, made your own brand of um, whiskey and you wanted mm-hmm. to give it something like, I don't know, but you can give whatever name you want. And I'll explain my thought process behind the name that I give. Okay. Um, but it's there's a lot that goes like, do, would you trust a whiskey called Slapdick? I, I if it know. weren't for this controversy. Um, I don't know if I would. I wouldn't take it seriously. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, and uh, but like, I, I if I had a product, I would want it to be like legit. So 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 that's the that's the thing. If you made up your own brand, what would that brand be called? Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go uh, with Sutton Reserve. Now I'll explain okay. myself. All right. Uh, you know how like some people revive brands, like Kentucky Owl, for example. Yep. Um, they revived a brand based on a family name and a family like ownership of the brand and uh, and it wants and it's, it has to sound kind of like legit it doesn't it shouldn't sound like slapdick where it's like oh dude's got a sense of humor i guess um and and that's all i can say about it you know um but i would say sutton reserve because one my wife is related to popcorn sutton who is a famous moonshiner distiller Okay. And but I wouldn't want to call it popcorn sutton because people wouldn't take it seriously. They'd expect it to be more along the moonshine variety of whiskey. So I'd still call it like Sutton Reserve. So it sounds more classy, but it also revives the name of Popcorn Sutton. Uh who if you don't know who he is, look him up on Google and you will love what you see because he was the ultimate um bad boy of of old dudes distilling moonshine. Bad boy of old dudes. Yep. That's I want to say a different word, um, but I don't curse. So, Mm -hmm. okay. All right. Because I have not put as much thought into this. And I don't know about so much. I'm not the history guy on the show. Which is evidenced by the fact that it's built the history of the show. You're the history guy. All right. 
I'm having Camp Chef presents Bush's Baked Beans Solo <laughs> Reserve. Hi yo, that's what I got. <laughs> I like it. And I don't know what else to do. The classiest whiskey you'll ever have. It was either that or go with like a turkey dump thing. So, yeah. Yeah, Colonel Turkey Dump. You know, I don't know, but I'm gonna have to go with that because, for the sake of time, yeah, I might. I, I don't know. I might even write in on my personal account and just say, "Hey, this is what it should be instead." So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So this might be one of our shortest episodes ever. That's or at okay. least for a long time. But it yeah, is okay. You know, you know mm-hmm. there's a lot less, uh, you know, shoot the poo stuff. and Yeah. And a little more, right. more uh, spot in the poo. Or spot in the fart. Fart in the spot? Yeah. Spot in the fart. Price Marita. Yeah. Although well, I was the farting the spot guy recently. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear that story. And Cole, I hope oh, that... Uh, oh, I did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. With yeah, the the bush you bush in your baked beans. Oh, there were spots, all right. Speaking of farts, Cole, <laughs> I hope that you you know continue recording in the haunted house and don't yeah. and the haunted ghost farters aren't there. That's true. I hope, Robbie, that um, our listeners will still love us, even though our episode is less than fifty minutes. But most of all, Cole, I hope our listeners know that our or no, gosh, you messed it up last time. I messed you up. Blew it. <laughs> I hope our love of spirits lifted yours. Yeah. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet.